0: Welcome to the No Ideas Original Podcast, featuring Shannon, Mr. Rob, and Ken. What's hey. up, y'all? How y'all doing? Good week, real good week, real good week. Why? Why? What made it a good week? It's almost over.
1: Oh man, <laughs> yeah, that's that's one part of it. I got yes.
0: settled in on on this uh, night situation, so Working out well. Oh, okay. You talking about your job? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, um, congratulations too on the on the promotion. Uh, thank you. Appreciate it.
2: Long time
0: coming? I was there with him, and now
1: with him got Working in two different sites with more people, so some movement and some overnight action,
0: so. Really, well, as
2: long as they compensate you, which you mean, um,
0: Oh, yeah, that's good. That's a fact. What's up with you, Rob? What you been up to?
2: Man, things have been going on around the house. We, um, we're switching seasons, so I have clean out my garage and that type of stuff. It's kind of prepared for crazy weather. Other than that, a couple of doctor's appointments that was good, which I shared with you earlier. Someone encouraged me to be a producer, which is crazy, but <laughs> we'll see where that goes. and Make beats. Um, some other things. I got a buddy that asked me uh, about podcasts. And all that stuff. So what I'm, what I'm figuring is that because I've been around this environment for a while, we're doing what we're doing. The universe is sending me stuff to see if it stick. Mm. Just ideas, right. things is, is popping out for me, and whether whether I want to do them or not, that's where the choices are. But I try to make that. Outside of that,
0: so you in the lab working on a beat for another No Ideas original song. You
2: already know, cause <laughs> Omg is my inspiration. Shout out the yada gritty and clean. We <laughs> got uh, done a cool uh, job on our first project, putting out some great music. And Yada especially because Yada you, you pull my strings with them old freestyles. I'm still thinking that EP and in my head,
0: bro. like <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's the it's, uh, it's, uh, it's my thing. My thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's my thing. Yo, on another note, yeah, we, we, how we, how we how have. Been, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm, I'm chilling. I'm um, I'm, I'm excited for um for Saturday. I was just about to mention that, like, yo, I want to see that Charlo and Canelo fight. That's cool. <laughs> right. That's cool that's gonna be yo that's gonna be a crazy fight and just thinking about like initially when it was announced I was like yo Canelo gonna probably knock Charlo out but like over the last couple of weeks I'm like yo maybe Charlo do I have talking, a you talking
2: real confident right now
0: bro. I mean you get knocked out for 25 mil <laughs> <laughs> why not Yeah.
2: I go to sleep
0: <laughs> Word.
2: Know, man. Yeah, he, man. He,
0: so, I- so we got supporters in the house for good luck Seabrook Kim you know so let without further ado, because we are supporters in the house, let's bring it to the platform. You know, I'm proud to um to introduce and bring to the platform. Poet, author, fellow Bronxite, Kim Goodluck T-brook. What's up, Kim? How you doing? What's up?
3: I'm doing fantastic. I appreciate y'all for having
0: me here. No, anytime. Anytime. Um, I was saying earlier, you know, it's it's I don't know, it's just something about like if you grew up in New York City, the appreciation that you have for um for the boroughs like and if you haven't grew up in new york city like you really don't know or understand the dynamics of the, the boroughs right but like the boroughs is just something that we identify ourselves from like you see somebody from new york like you know where, where you from y'all yo? right yeah, I'm yeah. From the am yeah. from brooklyn and it's that but it can be crazy when people be like yo where you from y'all yo? i'm from buffalo you'd be like Uh, Yeah, Yeah.
3: that—that be. I'm from New
0: York too. Uh, It's a a different type. Like New York is very territorial when it comes to. I feel like the borough stuff, but the odd part about is, you know, like we have our own thing with Bronx versus. Brooklyn or Bronx or or whatever it is or whatever, but let her out of town or step foot in. And it's like, nah, this is (laughs) NYC. You ain't
3: never lie about that one. Yes,
0: indeed. But I got, you know, talk to us what it was like for you growing up in the Bronx. Oh,
3: man. So I grew up in the crack ever. So that was very interesting. Um, yeah, um, but I think it has made me an amazing person who I am today, and what I loved about growing up in the Bronx back then is that we had community. Yeah, I talk about that a lot, like, that's something that is missing big time out here these days. Um, you know, back in the day, we could with the electric core if your lights went out from your right. neighbor's house and plug mm-hmm. it in. Um, All right. you can definitely knock on your neighbor's house for a plate of food or you don't even have to knock. They're gonna make sure and check on you if you're alright you know? That's right. Mm. Um remember me and my friend we had we couldn't afford to buy we shared skates. I had one, you had one, we rolled down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: crazy, I remember that
3: too, well, we sure did and have fun doing it. So um, right. but man, we we grew up fast, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but it, do you, it, it was dope. <laughs> what do
0: you What do you think happened to um to community though? Like, where did that sense of community go?
3: I mean, it just c- comes down with the generations and the generations. We just lost respect. Um, we have social media now. Um, <laughs> mm. We have lack of resources. Um, Society in itself wants us to be against each other <laughs> or not be successful you know so there's a there's a lot of things
0: that have happened. yeah i think about though like um like even um growing up in the south bronx like how and just kind of like going back and referencing what you were saying with the crack era like in the south bronx i remember um you know we had like people who were pillars in our community that they were just they were like the leaders of the community and Sadly, they kind of got caught up in like the the crack epidemic, also, and it, it led to like the deterioration of the community. Like, we had you know, um, when we first moved to we lived on uh, first, we lived in Twin Parks in the Bronx, right. but then we lived on Union Avenue. When we first moved over there, like, there was a gentleman I don't know if you remember, came out of Smitty and yeah. Smitty worked oh, yeah, at Yankee Stadium, it. and Smitty oh, yeah. would get us. Tickets to go to Yankee games, yeah. and you know he would. They would do like a monthly little mixer in a community room for the kids to get together and dance and all that. And you know, room. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He got, he got up, You know, yes, community bro right? You got jammed up on the street, but, and but, you know, and it just, it just changed like the dynamics of the, um, the community and like all of that really went away. So I wonder, like, and, and not to belittle or say that that doesn't exist in a community anymore. I kind of feel like sometimes in these communities, like some of the older folks are afraid of the young folk right. for good reason too, Right.
3: right. Well, we had
0: that, we had this that back world. then where it was the older folk that was kind of pulling the younger, pulling the kids around. I mean like, you know, it's I'm gonna right. expose you to a Yankee game or the community room will be open for you guys to come in and hang out. And you know, so with, with crack coming in, it did really change that dynamic.
3: Indeed, Indy, definitely.
0: Yeah, sorry. Sorry about that.
2: Nah, I was just echoing the same sentiment, man. Because growing up in the community room allowed me to travel through the Bronx. I used to go to all those little camps that was in the community room. Right. Oh, yeah, so yeah, you know, know, from, you know. went from you went from St. Mary's to Prospect to Forest, yeah. to mm-hmm. just the Battle Projects, and then the communities. Everyone was it, it was just all hands on board. Everyone participated raising children. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we've kind of lost that and kind of heart of that. Yeah. Um, and we need that back. But Miss Seabrook, you're a poet. Yes, I what, am. What brings out this poetry? Did you choose poetry or did poetry choose
3: you? Oh poetry chose me, I mean, honey. <laughs> I just chose the way that I, I flow, you know? <laughs> but poetry has definitely chose me and I just made a video about this yesterday. But some people don't know hip hop is my inspiration, so okay. that is what I feel, that's what I live, that's what I breathe. I just
2: write it more in a poetic form, so. right? There's a quote that I, I think I've I seen you put poetry as my poetry as the foundation, hip hop as an evolution. What does that mean? I said, What poetry as the foundation? I guess this mm-hmm. is poetry as your foundation, but hip hop as, as, as an evolution.
3: Well, I just know, I don't know who called, you sure that was for me? I must have. It was something I was going (laughs) on. Oh, okay. (laughs) uh, But what I will say, I think, well, well, in order to have hip hop, you have to be poetic, right? You have to be an SC, you gotta write, Mm -hmm. you gotta flow, you gotta, so poetry is hip hop. And that's how it starts, right? And it comes with the beat and then everything. So it's the evolution, and it's fashion, Then right. it's you know. So if I ain't say that quote, I don't remember it. But that's what I feel that quote is.
2: <laughs> but, I mean, it, it makes sense because
1: mm-hmm.
3: without
2: hip hop, we wouldn't know how to flow. We wouldn't know how to combine words. Right. Hip hop is a part of poetry. It is poetry. Hence KRS One. Right. What 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 is it about the Bronx and poetry? that wraps you in and becomes you know you you make it your own
3: well again born and raised in the Bronx Um, however I had the opportunity to live many places even in other boroughs Um, but Hip-hop is where the Bronx is where it started, right? Hip-hop, you know? Mm-hmm. So going through my life and what I've experienced, it just makes it easier to be expressive through words and including a healing aspect to it at the same time and a understanding of my peers and my peoples and my community. Who mm-hmm. are those inspirations? Do you have anybody inspired in hip-hop? Oh, there's a lot of people who inspired me. Um, Again, it's all hip hop, so, right? I love Big Daddy King. We're going to take it from back there Big Daddy King, MC Light. Light is a rock, go. Oh, I just say, both are. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I mean, there, there's plenty of artists out here who I love mm-hmm. and I like. So. Wu Tang, Wu Tang, I'm a Wu ham I had this yesterday, too. <laughs> I love Wu Tang. Mary J. Blige. Oh, you know, there's a lot of
1: yeah so listen so, we know you do poetry but we also know that you get other people involved in you know doing poetry and spreading that what, what brings that about what makes you want to get everybody else involved in, in poetry
3: again I'm big on community you know so it ain't all about me and it ain't even just about poetry it's about networking it's about experiences it's about building it's about collecting it's about sharing it's about love it's about um, feeding each other whether it be food, or, or or
0: verbally Or mentally You know Something mm. like that So yeah There's um I see like a, a lot In like um like, like having done The research And checked you out There's a strong theme Of also like The um Community engagement Like I know that You're involved In the schools And everything like that Also um I, f- I believe that it's definitely important to be engaged in the community. But I also think that what happens sometimes is that when people achieve a certain level of success, they tend to kind of stray away from the community if they grow up in the hood. You know, how do you keep, I guess, those people engaged in the community? Um, you know, the people who get success and they stray away because you do see people, we see people all the time that come back. I think about to do like chinks, you know, a dude who has some success in the music industry come back to the hood and end up losing his life right. in the hood, you know? So how do you, how does a person go through having some level of success but still staying true to their community?
3: I'll be very honest with you. I don't know. I'm here where I'm at so I can't, yeah, I like, I'm here what I consider is successful, you know? So mm-hmm. my level where I'm at, I don't know because I'm not you know, quote unquote up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but all I know is what I can do and the people who are, are successful along with me in my community and what we can do is what we gonna do. So and it's out here and I wish that the the problem that I see is not even that. Is that I have so many free resources that are available for young ones, and a lot of times they don't use it. So you know, the parents don't engage it. Um, I know plenty of events that I've had where you know people just sitting there with their red cups in front of their building with their kids (laughs) that are going here and being productive and taking them (laughs) to learn and to build and to have Uh community again. You know, and network. So sometimes I see that's that's the issue.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I wonder what the what the reluctance is though. Like, what, what prevents is being lazy and just chill and have a, drink, a drink and like,
3: I don't feel like going over there. You know, right. you know, but, but, right, but, but turn up right here and do nothing.
0: We all, but we all know, though, that for the longest, everybody always talking about we need more resources in the community, right? But if here you are a person who's an activist and you engage in the community and you know that the resources is out there, but then you look at the attendance at these events, how do we sell it to the people who fund the stuff that we need more resources if the resources that we have are underutilized?
3: Well, there's a lot of people who do attend, but what I'm saying mm-hmm. it could be more. <laughs> you know? So there are a lot of people who attend. Otherwise, I wouldn't be successful in what I'm doing. So people are okay. definitely out there. It's just, it could be better. It could be like, I see like a group of like, like really, like half of y'all can't make it up?
0: Like
3: <laughs> you, know. what you doing? You right. The right. right, that's all I'm saying.
0: You so, better start giving good. away some Jay's at some of these events or something.
3: <laughs> exactly, right?
0: The flyer, yeah. You already know. Uh, but
3: then then you don't want that energy either. So, you know.
1: Mm, you that's true. Food, but, food and drink uh, on the flyer.
3: Right. <laughs> 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 what was it? The PSP? The PlayStation? Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 No, say, thank you. I'd rather not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So We're we, we giving our education. We're giving our tools. We're giving our resources. We're giving our fun. And um, that's what
0: all the things people need.
2: Exactly. <laughs> How'd you come up with the concept of Good luck Kids? Good look kids, excuse
3: me. Oh, okay. Yeah, so as you know, Kim Good Look Seabrook, Good Luck is the brand, the good looking books is my company, mm-hmm. Good Look Seabrook I am a business as well. And the good look kids, it just makes sense to come up with it. But what the good look kids are three kids who have disabilities but they also have superpowers to help other yeah. kids
2: like that i love isaac i love him. <laughs> isaac i love him.
3: Uh, everybody loves isaac yeah i love isaac, <laughs> isaac well they love yeah everybody. i, would, I like
2: want him. a t-shirt with isaac now, now i know that's <laughs> definitely
3: next is coming out with the t-shirts but i, I also um have clients who are autistic and mm. i work with them one-on-one and i do poetry um, classes with them too so they have been a huge inspiration in my career and in my life and itself Nice. Well, it was nice to bring it to life in the book. And then Mm -hmm. CJ, the one who's getting bullied, I'm sorry, is actually my nephew. The story was already written with a girl who's at the end of the book, Jesse, that you know, a fictional character. And then I went to school and was speaking, and I see my nephew in the class, and I'm like, oh my god, he's not my blood nephew, but he's my nephew. He's my Mm -hmm. very best friend nephew, and. I found out that same day he was getting bullied, So I switched wow. the whole character to him. And my first book reading, I had him come into the school program and talk to the kids and it was just, dope. so that's yeah. nice.
2: Pete, <laughs> hey, Can you describe the process of creating that?
3: Well, that book was written quite a few years ago. That's the funny thing. And then, um, in the process, I just like to get in the zone, I could put some music on, or there's just something that may just trigger you, you know, so it's like, I gotta get this out. Right. Um, but I think the real process, what hit me, is working with my my friends who are on the spectrum, you know, and mm-hmm. seeing how dope y'all are, like, how you get this puzzle before me? Like, you know, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> or just, you um, just seeing how awesome they are, and how dope, and it was just nice to actually like. You don't have a disability; you got superpowers, and I've always said that. Like, and so I made it. Wow. Of the book.
2: Yeah, and that's that you encourage you not to look. At mm-hmm. just, a lot of kids they'll beat themselves up and take a negative route about how they look at themselves. Mm. absolutely well
3: I, the funny thing is most of them are adults i have one who's yeah adult. so yeah my guys are adults they came to my birthday parties they came to my shows. <laughs> families like they love me like it's that type yeah,
1: nice. so, yeah. yeah. When, when you go out to schools and you you engage the kids and stuff do you do you feel like what's because of things like social media and technology and phones they're less engaged than maybe they used to be
3: Oh, they're less engaged absolutely with um, the real world but I'm thankful mm-hmm. that when I do go there and even in my classes I've been blessed to say that even they realize you know this was a good class if I ain't get on my phone the whole period you know <laughs> okay. but then some some be like whatever blah 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 and I had to you know but for the most part I've seen a lot of kids being very attentive being like how did you do that you know and, and so it's, it's it's good it's good it, you get you if you're connected and you want to get that message out you can connect to them so mm-hmm. it's a matter of
0: knowing how to do that when how do you can- um uh, i'm sorry Get ahead canada go
1: ahead. do you think like um a lot of times we hear things like you've heard the lost generation and different things where where there seems like a whole time forever with, like the, the adults disconnected from the kids do you feel like like um to some extent the, the older generation might have um but I guess I guess the best way to say it kind of uh, let the let the younger people down and some of the some of the things they needed to see.
3: I mean, we could put the blame on everybody, right? Um, but there's no book like as far as the parents, you know, like even my mom and my father and my stepfather, whatever, you know, there wasn't a book on how to raise us, you know. Um, so they had to go through their own things too, and I think. Now, what I try to teach also is that ask your parents questions, Just try to talk about it because back then that was another thing. We keep quiet, y'all know what happened in my life, mm-hmm. I don't, and this is how I'm gonna raise y'all, and this is it. And right, so exactly,
2: what I went to,
3: <laughs> we all went through some things, especially our era. We all went through some things, so it's kind of hard, you know. I don't want to point the finger and say, you know, you let everybody down, or we because I could have let y'all down too, like I went through. Mm-hmm. A crazy journey, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you
0: know, so it's just hard. It's not easy. Yeah, I feel like though that sometimes when people going through these journeys or having these experiences, it helps them develop character and resilience. And to me, a lot of times it's about how you come out on the other end mm-hmm. um, of that journey. Like if you're able to take those, those, those experiences and learn from them, you know, pick yourself up, dust yourself off, it just makes you much better you know, because you've you've had resolve. How'd you get the moniker good look?
3: Oh man, shout out to my dude, Guap Sullivan. He is from the South mm-hmm. Forest too. He is actually a it's producer. a producer. Yeah, yeah. uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, years ago, I was hosting a lot of shows in Atlanta and he gave me the name Kim but I always say this I know I owe him some money. I got you. Because <laughs> I took that shit and ran with it. Too, y'all know. <laughs> but yeah, I took that name and ran with
0: it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a poet. And a lyricist, are they interchangeable?
3: Well, poet is not always a lyricist. Okay. All right. So, the the, oh, there's a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like roses are red, violets are blue, blah, 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 blah. blah, 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 blah. Um, there's some poetry that I really am not into. <laughs> okay.
1: okay.
3: You know, um, a lyricist. You have to really say some stuff you have to bring it you have to say it correctly <laughs> mm-hmm. you have to um have a flow also there's a big difference between just a poet and a lyricist yeah.
0: so let's 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 do this um, because we know that you, you know, you got hip hop roots. Also, mm-hmm. let's talk about lyricism and lyricism. <laughs> Is he a lyricist? Is she a lyricist? Okay, All right, okay. We'll do, let's throw out a couple of them. Um, we'll start. We'll start with somebody fairly easy. Rakim, lyricist.
3: Oh, absolutely. <laughs>
0: um, Ice Cube, lyricist. Mm-hmm. No. Okay.
3: But he, no. (laughs) Uh, no.
0: So look, it's crazy because a lot of people, Ice Cube is revered as probably being the greatest rapper of all time in the West Coast. And a lot of people believe Ice Cube to be a really good lyricist. But I guess when you put them against each other, you kind of like Rakim's wordplay versus Ice Cube. Ice Cube's wordplay. wordplay, right. So sticking in the theme of ice, let's go from Ice Cube to Ice Spice. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord.
2: Oh, Lord. To straighten up.
1: What All
0: right, all right, all right. No, no, no. No.
3: Okay.
0: What I hear from you is that you have a very high bar of what qualifies as a lyricist.
3: Absolutely. Nas. Yes.
0: Okay. Um Snoop Dogg.
3: Huh, that's a good one.
0: <laughs>
2: I was waiting for him to say no. Man, that's a good one.
3: No, he's not a lyricist, but he uh, he has some work. Some for stuff. Yeah, he says some stuff, but he's not a
0: lyricist. Eminem.
3: Well <laughs> that's a bron that's a girl. No 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 giving it up. Right,
0: right, right. I right. know I just asked because I think that sometimes people believe that, you know, like being a poet and being a lyricist is kinda of like interchangeable. Like it's like, oh, you know, I'm poetic, so I'm lyrical and I there, to me there is a difference. Okay, yeah.
2: I noticed um, we have a is it is it TV twenty four?
3: Oh, that that's old. Those, were old Those yeah, are old videos. Yeah, I was I was a partnership with a TV network called Millennium TV
2: twenty four. Nice. So, we talked yeah. about that because the segment that you had called tips. Mm-hmm. That was that was a pretty decent segment to have on the TV. To so talk yeah. about and give us a tip about self love.
3: So I produced a TV show called The Good Look In News. And um, so what I wanted to do was highlight black businesses, you know, um, entrepreneurs, people in the political game, um, community stuff, I didn't want to talk about the news. However, because it was a real news station, I had to say some things, but I still had to switch it up. And even my guests were like, you know, something of power, like, you know, giving life back to us. And then that segment at the end where the tips, everybody was loving it, loving it, so I just started adding more. Um self-love, I think that it's important to learn to say no, that it's okay to say no. Mm. Um, not feel bad about it. Um take some time for yourself. <laughs> it's right. a disconnect from your social media, disconnect right. from people go get a hotel room you ain't got you 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 go get a hotel room stop playing (laughs) yeah so um there's a lot of things you can do for self-love learn to meditate learning how to put good food in your body you know um taking care of yourself
2: mm -hmm. and the reason why I brought that brought up self-love because I tend to think that's the reason why things are arrived the way they are people are they're not attending to themselves. Attending mm-hmm. to stuff outside of themselves. Social media being one of them. Yes. Other people's business being something else. That yes. <laughs> everything <laughs> that revolves not with them. Right. You know what I mean, and I think we need to encourage each other. Absolutely. To have a I
3: definitely. Self love is a big, big problem, mm-hmm. and. What I also like to emphasize all the time is that us women, we always have something, you know, Um, but I really encourage the men to really get together and have that sit down and be serious and talk about the things that are going on in your life or have a friend or somebody closer that you can do that. And yeah. let some things out Because, you know, we spot. we're going to the spa We're going to get our nails done We're going to have brunch We're going to sit, we're going to talk We're going to vent We're going to talk about it. I'm going to cry to you You know, y'all can cry too Like, you know, let it out How y'all feel that? Y'all right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, one of the things you mentioned, though, is true I think, like, the ability to say no And boundaries And I feel like in our community Especially where we've grown up At, like, it's, you know It can be hard to say no Um, and not only can it be hard to say no like it really uh, to me saying no sometimes really demonstrates like what kind of relationship you have with a person like a person's Mm -hmm. ability to hear no from you and continue on um with that relationship so i i wonder though like in terms of like the, the the part around teaching people like healthy boundaries and stuff like that like you're in the schools do you see that being modeled in the school
3: oh of course not No, (laughs) you know they don't want us to progress but it's nice that they have us now they are starting to bring people in to teach that you know what i'm saying Mm. so but outside like when um when they ask me are you i'm not a i'm not a teacher i don't teach i don't even do things by the book i don't have a curriculum i'll come in with whatever whatever the energy says how you feeling today what we talking about what happened to you you know like that's the kind of teacher i am i Deal with the real life mm-hmm. things
0: at hand. So And but. that's what they probably gravitate towards and can relate to more.
3: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Um, go ahead, Ken.
1: So I mean one of the things with have, you know, all the different community outreach and being in the schools and stuff. How how tough is it actually to be able to get in the schools and be to make those type of relationships so that they that they feel comfortable with you? in the school talking to kids and stuff like that because i think a lot of times a lot of people don't know or understand even if they have ideas how to get to that point
3: so i'm going to talk about how difficult it was for me to get into the schools at first because i'm a convicted felon so mm. yeah, so I got a few no's before I got the yeses, okay. you know. Um, so I want to give a huge shout out to Chip Fu of the Fu who gave me my wow. first opportunity oh. to that. work in his workshops. Yes, mm. and we're partnering up again very very soon, like next week. So, um, and this was like seven years ago, yeah, something like that. So he came to our radio show and he was like um, telling me about his um, organization, math. Hmm. And Which is Music Arts Appreciation Time and Healing Workshop. And I was like, this is what I want to do with my poetry. Like, I don't want to just be on stage. Like, I want to do something bigger. I want to help the community. Like, it's healed me, so I want to help others and heal them, you know, kids and adults. So he was like, all right, no doubt, I'll let you in. And that's how that happened. But still, try to get into schools. I couldn't. Um, what you got to do is you got to keep performing you have to keep networking you have to keep speaking you have to um, be honest you have to be your true self like I'm my true self like I went and spoke in front of um, classes and cried in front of them you know like and and just be you have to be yourself and you have to definitely network and yeah be true to yourself like I said I I don't have a curriculum but what I do have (laughs) what I can do you know yeah. Just show them that, like, why? What? What do you have to offer? You know, besides mm-hmm. a curriculum, and what is it gonna? What is it gonna do for the kids or, yeah. or the adults? Because I've had workshops and classes with adults as well.
0: Yeah, I can't speak for now, but back then I would have Chip Fu as a lyricist. Oh, I used
3: to absolutely! Love, love,
0: love, absolutely.
3: absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah, he he's 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 definitely he get um definitely definitely he yeah. got here yeah, dude got busy um you mentioned briefly you said that you were um you were a felon you know like what kept you I guess moving forward after hearing all those nos to make you say like nah this is something that I definitely want to do because it's very easy to get discouraged
3: Basically. right
0: and you know once you're convicted or and, and you know you go to prison you know it's supposed to be about rehabilitation but then people come home and they won't give you another opportunity
3: right so I'll say real quick, thank goodness I was only in there for five days. I did get out on First Offenders, you know. Uh-huh. Um, I had the experience of, um, you know, trading stuff and having, like, eating some of, the food, of, food. of But <laughs> <lot> of <laughs> I am super thankful I got out on First defenders. <laughs> I'll never forget, I was playing spades and they called my name and I was out, all right, so. <laughs> but I was on five years probation, which also was very difficult to get mm-hmm. to like, so. Dealing with that and getting those no's and no's, you can't work here. You can't work here. We like you, but you have this, mm-hmm. this, and then and then seeing. I have a son. He's 24 years old, and back then he was, you know, obviously a, it was a while ago. Um. Mm-hmm and seeing him and I just had, I'll never forget that time where I lost my job and I was like, they mm-hmm. hired me with this funding. This was like the first job I got hired and we just moved into a house mm-hmm. and I just grabbed his face and I said, we would not lose this place, you hear me? Mm-hmm. And I kept going and I kept going and I got five job offers who knew my situation nice. and didn't care and mm-hmm. I got to pick it. So from that moment, I use that same thing and I just keep going and keep going and keep going and just like somebody gonna say yeah. I I know somebody gonna say yeah. Yeah, That's right. I would
0: say yeah. It's it's unfortunate because that lived experience sometimes is actually what's needed more than a person who may have the academic know how to do something like you know you you meet somebody who has this experience and the experience they have may be actually applicable to the job but people look at me like nah I don't want to I don't want to give you an opportunity but then the flip side of it again goes back to well you know you should be able to be rehabilitated or you should get a second chance in society like I- I've always felt that they put people in a position to go back into the street and do the same stuff because you can't absolutely. make me so absolutely feeling, bro quick absolutely right? quick they make it very difficult
3: for us to live out here convicted felon or not
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: I was able to listen to Memory Lane, which is a dope project.
3: Thank you. I do like
2: that. I like bruises, a woman's identity. Thank you. How does the title of your poem contribute to your overall meaning? I would assume it's based off your experiences. Why you wrote it was, that was that was a dope project.
3: Thank you. What's funny is that I am so like I did that project in like one week. Oh,
2: <laughs>
3: the producer, he's from the Bronx, but he lived in Atlanta. That's they- what
2: I want to ask you too, and I mean to cut you off. Uh huh. Your choice of music selection behind the world. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, right. <laughs> I, I was listening to it for my research. I was like, I got into it, and my one of my favorites was Bruises.
3: Yeah. nice thank you thank you and and i'm always like ah but I, I needed money for this big event and i didn't have books back then and i was like i gotta figure something out so we put that project together in a week i did record stuff over the phone like i'm not 100 percent happy with that project but a lot of people thank you for saying that they like it I, you know and and you grow so you hear stuff like ah, oh, i said it that way when i know i could have said it this way or something but um i don't know what was the question but <laughs> Now,
2: I was saying, how, how does the title of your poem contribute to your overall meaning? And I, and I, I assume that's based on your experience. Yeah, like,
3: absolutely. Yeah, it's experiences. And then I also, I engage them with other experiences because I have a poem called God Damn, and it comes from the male's perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's not, yeah, yeah, so it's not my experience, but it is my experience in dealing with men. and
2: I wanna to be too. Yeah, I'm I'm on you. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on you. Yeah. Thank
1: you, thank you. Skills, man. Appreciate that. Hey Yada. So like with all the different things that you're doing or something, I just I always like to ask people, what do you enjoy the most? Which one makes you the most gratifying to you? God.
3: Well, mm. <laughs> <laughs> It's so hard to like really pick one. So I love teaching because I love inspiring the kids. I also um, do interviews as well, but I like bringing something different out than what everybody else does. Um, I like seeing that part. I like, it, it. I love everything that I do, I honestly do. And I think that I choose to do those things because they give me that feeling, you know what I'm saying? So,
0: yeah. Yeah. I, um, I also saw that it seems like um, that meditation is important mm-hmm. in your life. Like, you know, how did you learn to meditate and why is meditation important to you?
3: Well, an old friend showed me how to meditate and... Um... It's in well, I, I tried like years ago, but I never was able to really dig deep until you know, mm-hmm. these past six years or so. And um, it's important because you see, clarity is like a whole big different thing. Mm-hmm. And they would definitely start off different if you meditate, clear all that stuff, that, or especially at night, clear everything that was in your head, you know, at night you could sleep peacefully, you could have better visions in your evening.
0: Mm-hmm. But
3: meditation would definitely change um, your lifestyle.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a peaceful thing that's needed. It, it, it allows you to, like you said, it allows you to create space between whatever thought you were having and your new thought.
3: Exactly.
2: So it, 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 gives right. you, it gives you, it gives you a little room to be like, all right, what am I? Yes,
3: doing? right. Let me get through this and
2: yeah. <laughs> I, I meditate as well, and I meditate often. I, and I practice just, just mental hygiene but i mean by mm-hmm. that, the negative things are passing through i just kind of chill I mean, like. like, like. Right.
0: Right, right, right. let me pause for
2: a second
3: yeah, let, me, let, me, let me regroup yeah let me go
2: right or do something let me clean and, this, and it's, it's necessary i think meditation is a great tool you all need to use you know what i liked also your pitbull puppy anthem what was it um did a little video, but oh well,
3: that wasn't oh. me, that's actually a voiceover from TikTok. So, really? yeah, I'm, I'm babysitting a pit bull right now, yeah, so okay. somebody gets on their feet. And, um, yeah, so it's it's a TikTok Bible thing that she's talking to her dog, and they're not gonna like you, they're gonna cross the street. You. <laughs> no, no, it, it's, I don't know her name, but um, shout out to her. Out to her.
2: What's your most nostalgic moment living in?
3: my most nostalgic moment is definitely um
0: hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on before you play your nostalgic moment we keep talking around the Bronx where exactly what part of the Bronx are you from
3: I'm from Fordham
0: Fordham okay Fordham, mm-hmm. right. oh, the night. jungle right now mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: God, so is <laughs> there <it laughs> ever on, I'm, I'm from 188 from Marion yeah. okay. oh okay right. in
1: the Bronx up on a street called Marion yeah
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mary back okay. Small
3: mm-hmm.
0: Go ahead, yeah. I'm sorry I cut you off though. So we're this the, the most nostalgic memory of the Bronx. Yeah. Um
3: rolling down the skate with one roller skate, man. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Did you ever the... go to the key? Did you oh, ever go to the key? For Sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right.
0: Look, all right, so I don't know how old you are, but I remember a time on Fordham when it was three movie theaters. It was the Valentine, the RKO, and the Logan. I'm 46 years old. I'll be 47 in November.
3: Oh, so, all right, so yeah, you know about all that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. B Street Music Factory was there.
3: Oh, I know. You know what's crazy? Yeah. V.I.M. is still there, my nigga. But V.I.M. is not V.I.M. Yeah, yeah, I'll never forget. That. After I came back from Georgia and I went into a V.I.M. So I was like, what is this? Like, <laughs> the sneakers V-I-M are plastic. I'm like, the jeans are like, they got all this stuff. Like, what in the world? I'm some like, Levi's, man? Like- right,
0: right,
3: right. <laughs> I mean, V-I-M,
1: V.I.M. is still
0: there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that corner. Yeah. Things. yeah the last oh, yeah.
3: time I, last time i went
0: through Fort. well one thing i think that's really nice about fordham is up at the top now they got what is it big pump plaza big, yeah. Or like
3: that. Oh, yeah yeah yeah.
0: that's really dope but it's, it just looks so different yeah, to it me i like i don't do even go over there <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm like, is, I, is, I is,
3: stay away from it, honestly.
2: I don't damn I'm ready to tow a nigga Oh, man. Listen, somebody <laughs>
3: died right in front of my building because he did something stupid. And a poor lady, a young, young girl, hit him, ran mm-hmm. fell under her van, and oh. he died, and literally right in front of him. It was so sad, so sad. But they don't pay attention. Nah. Yeah. do stuff. whatever they want, whatever they oh. want
0: yeah no Fordham was the place to um Fordham was the place to be that was like exactly oh, yeah.
3: that was yeah like how 125th was for Harlem you Fordham, was, Fordham was yeah <laughs> I'll just smile on that one <laughs> <laughs> know, Island, I grew up and on yeah and you could walk everywhere you could cross mm-hmm. the bridge to Washington Heights, you know, yeah. Heights.
0: Yeah, Fordham was is the, the place to be. I mean for Fordham, like our shopping areas was you have Fordham, you had Southern Boulevard, like Simpson, if you want to go to Juman, and then you can go right. to Third Avenue to go right. shop. If you want to go there also. Um and then you was uptown, of course you go to Bay Plaza. Right. You know? Um but yeah, nah, there's a lot there's a lot of history and nostalgia um mm-hmm. in the Bronx. And you know, sometimes I look at it, I'm like, damn, like I don't even recognize
3: I it. know <laughs>
0: I don't recognize. I was having a conversation with somebody about like the um the whole stuff around like migrants and
3: yeah. everything,
0: you know, because people are oh, like in yeah. a huge uproar about like the migrants and everything. But you know, I read the newspaper regularly, you know, and I st- and I see and I like like all these crimes and everything that's committed. I'm like, damn, like these are this is us. This isn't really undocumented people that's doing this stuff to each other. I'm like, it them, though.
3: well, at, okay so no the the issue is definitely not with them but you know what they're going to put in the newspapers anyway again i was partners with a news station so don't believe everything you read
2: so, oh, that.
3: <laughs> i don't watch the news even when i work for it i ain't watch and and that's another
0: reason
3: why <laughs> i decided to let go because the energy that you have to continue to read and put into your brain and mm. your body, your, that's, I want to curse. On. That was really like, oh no, this is just too much. And what they want you to feed out to us? Yeah. Sorry. So, of course, that's what we're going to see. But I mean, mm-hmm. the reality is, yes, there's a lot going on. But however, if we don't let, or we limit the amount of migrants here, right, then we mm-hmm. can have more resources for ourselves.
2: Right. Yeah.
3: So yeah. it's not a problem with the crime thing. No. I mean, I wish we all could just Managing and just be out here and be one hat, but then there's no parking, there's no this. It's like you know, like yeah. Yeah. ain't no shelter. Like ain't no shelter for us, but
0: y'all getting put up in like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it so. Yeah, I just it just it just bugs me out though because I'm like damn, like the na- This is this kind of has become the narrative, as it relates to a lot of stuff. But and I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but I'm like damn, we need to take some accountability for our hood though. Like because again, oh, I look okay. at some of them stories, I'm like yo, this. This Rodney from over on two twenty fifth Street that yeah. you know shot up Johnny on Webster. This yeah. ain't got nothing to do with nobody from Ecuador. None of no. that. Like why are we putting it on them? Right. <laughs> right. 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 You know, it's just it's, how, it's, it's disheartening, but I guess it is what it is. Mm. Um, your top five rappers of all time. <sighs>
3: okay, so um, again, took Big Daddy Kane, MC Light um i am a capone of cnn fan
0: he's the underrated um, lyricist i think yeah
3: mm-hmm, yeah i had to put wu-tang together in itself um if i want to pick one out of the that's, that's a
1: big decision right here. Yeah, i know that's, that's very
3: <laughs> difficult very difficult because everybody got there i i love the Tang, so um what number was that
0: that was um, four. four
3: that was 4 of i'm mm-hmm. get number five so. Let's go with Rakim. i give it to Rock Rakim. Rakim. Okay.
0: There's two two people in there that I've that I, I don't think I've ever heard mentioned in a top five. I've never heard anybody mention Capone or MC Light. Right. Like right. what is it about Capone and MC Light that draws you to them as, you know, lyricists?
3: Well, Capone, I'll be honest, I have a crush on him, right? since he was young And <laughs> <laughs> he knows you know, I just I, I, Listen, I don't know. That changes the whole time
2: Yeah, listen, I,
3: my son's father looks like him. And I told my son, son this. He was like, yes, that's disrespectful, mom. I was like, I said, I really like your son because he looked like Capone. He
0: was
3: like, yo, get out my face. <laughs> but no, no, all jokes aside, besides, you know, but he's really dope. Like, I like, I like different, I don't like, you know, like the same thing, I mm-hmm. like different as the way that he flows, the thing that he says, I think he's authentic, 100% mm-hmm. uh, with his words and with his actions in life, so I really, really enjoy him as a whole um, mm-hmm. and you said MC Light either?
0: Yeah, and MC Light Well,
3: what's funny I-, <sighs> I just found out LL Cool J wrote so perverse and self-destruction i feel really messed up about that <laughs> yeah I I heard that,
0: too. I that, that kind of hurt my heart because i thought this whole time like
3: does right. that
0: disqualify her huh? <laughs> <laughs> She's on the fence now, brother.
2: Yeah, I, I, it, really me, it really messed me up.
3: So, but, I mean, I mean she this is gave
0: the half. flow,
3: man. Right? She gave the flow. She gave the idea that it was her.
0: <laughs> yeah, she definitely sold it. I mean, I like MC Light, too. I don't know if I would have her in, like, a, a top five, but I've always liked MC Light and thought that she was well, I got to put
3: a female in there, you know? So, mm-hmm. I, mean, far, I mean, I love Lauryn
0: Hill. Lauryn
3: Hill. But, of, course, of course. Yeah. But, I mean, growing up, when I, when I started writing, MC Light was... My,
2: one of my inspirations so
3: that's wow. why i say hi. Nice. yeah you're hey, from the bronx you ain't think krs one no i love brooklyn
2: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> i'm from the bronx but i'm bigger than that so i to it <laughs> <next laughs> yeah i love brooklyn matter of uh, fact i got a i got a big show coming up
0: in brooklyn yeah mm-hmm. right yeah C- yeah capone is a capone is to me like he's um i, I feel like capone is very underrated like i've heard capone kick some really good rhymes that I think like went over people's head or I just think that because Nori was so unorthodox a lot of people gravitated exactly. towards the Nori exactly. stuff and I remember when the CNN album came out and Capone he wasn't on it certainly as much because he was incarcerated mm-hmm. but like talking to my friends and telling them like yo you hear, listen to what Capone is saying everybody's like Nori is a star in that group and Nori wasn't saying much of anything like exactly like, wow. it was just like it's just it's just <laughs> live. it's,
3: it's loud you know, obnoxious, like, how you still live today. No, there's no disrespect, I <laughs> thrilled, you know, I love Nor- I ain't got no speech. With nah, you're right, though. Yeah, he awesome. is, you know, like, extra, so. Yeah. And, I, and I'm and i the cool, tight vibe, so that's why I think I gravitate
0: to. Towards the poem? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah do you, like, do you feel your poems accomplish what they set out when you begin writing them? Absolutely.
3: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. I mean, like it's so you, you <laughs> to get the, 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 the result that you're looking for,
3: right absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Metaphors and all, right?
3: Absolutely. <laughs>
0: I'm just picturing you sitting down like you writing bars, like yo, I got yes, it. <laughs> I'm like, yo, she penning it, yo. Let's, <laughs> let's do it. I ain't mad at you that. be Um, no. would I be putting you on the spot if I asked you to say a poem? Never. No. Nope. Like, you, you get a record deal, somebody be like, "Kick something." You ready yeah. to go? Right <laughs> now. <laughs> Can we yeah. hear something? I'm, 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 I'm tempted to ask for something that
2: I heard already. Like, do I want to be? Oh man, I don't know what that one about. You know. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> right, right. Well, on, I, on. what I would like to do is Ooh, um, identity. All
3: right.
2: You sure y'all don't want something for
3: y'all?
0: Yeah, nah, do something for us. Do something for us. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. But well, woman's
3: identity is my top one. But let me uh, let me give y'all something, for you guys. Right. So let's do goddamn. Goddamn. All right. that's cool. I like that. one. No cursing, right? Well, I can say. Well, no you curse, you Alright. I'm fucking stressed. This world just seems to be a goddamn mess. Renting twelve hundred, I make ten dollars an hour. Disconnection notice. I'm about to be without power. No heat in the house cause I live in a slum. Digging in my pocket, i keep coming up with crumbs. Baby mama's taking me to court, but she gets section eight. But if I can't afford to pay, I'll be an inmate with a roommate locked up somewhere upstate. I'm just trying to increase my compensation. Trying to build a foundation. Trying to work on my creation. Cause I'm tired of picking cotton on this goddamn plantation. Not being seen as a human, but more of an expectation. Not realizing the minority man has his limitations. I could take for so much shit from you. I bite my tongue, do as you say, and not one time can you pat me on the back and say you did a great job today. Mm-hmm. Then I come home to nothing but complaints. She wants to debate when all I want is a goddamn plate.
1: <laughs>
2: did you
3: ask me about my day and how I'm doing? Did you know I got pulled over by the cops cause I'm black while I'm moving? Because apparently I'm a threat is what I was told. The reality is that I'm a king that was robbed of his riches and golds. Now I can't even walk down the street with a hoodie on the head protect me from the cold. Scared I'm gonna get gunned down cause some folks are just too damn bold. Bold enough to take my life. Take me away from my kids and my goddamn wife. I don't have the same opportunities as Bob. They don't consider my skin good enough for promotions at my job. I'm just trying to feed my family so sometimes I may have to come up with another hustle. Whether selling CDs or selling some Lucy's. I'm a man so I gotta put in that extra muscle. Does it mean that I don't want to live? Heck no. But what I'm asking is to be left alone. Left alone to survive, to strive, to stay alive with some goddamn dignity and some goddamn pride.
0: Fire. Right. That's big. Like nice, it. nice you better yeah. put yourself in
3: the top five <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you
0: that was dope. Yeah. Wow. i don't have any other questions i don't that's know that's a mic drop guys... moment right
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> we, so we got we have on the screen we have your on um, your instagram but plug your facebook you know your website where can people yeah. go to get the book um yes yeah. right
3: yes um so it is good look see like i see on the screen on facebook it's kim seabrook um TikTok good look seabrook my website is oh gosh goodlookseabrook.com or the goodlookinbooks.com and yeah just you can google me you'll find me
2: before you me, too, yo. all her books is on Amazon too. Google. Yeah,
3: yes, yes, and you can purchase off my website, and I can sign it and give it um, nice. shipping ship myself to you. So, um what's funny is that before, when you Google me, you would see my my uh, mugshot. Now you see a whole bunch of different things. So, oh, wow! wow. <laughs> nice.
2: You litty now, you litty now, boy! <laughs> wow!
0: Look at that! Well, thank you for pulling up and joining us for tonight's conversation. We appreciate everybody for tuning in to the No Ideas Original Podcast, and we'll catch you on next week's episode. Peace out, everybody. Have a good night. Thank Thank you. you. Kim, stick around. I want to talk to you.